Hello and welcome to another episode of Ashley Hayden's Political Breakdown, a show that says, yes, everyone is a cunt, but who is the biggest? Um, my guests this week are... Um, Dan Cady. And... Tremenda Jane Essie. Fantastic. Right, uh, let's start with NATO, shall we? Shall we have some fun with NATO? It was a big week for NATO. Uh, Trump was a fucking pissant and walked off, didn't he, halfway through? Because uh, it turns out all of the leaders were mocking him. Well, a couple of leaders. Yeah, we now know what happens when the in-betweeners grow up. Yeah. Now, the, the question is, and this is, this is the thing, like, Trump was asked about this. Did journalists need to fucking bring this up at any point? Just going, you know everyone thinks you're a cunt, mate. Well, like, of course. They're not exactly... I mean, what else are they going to talk about? Are they going to literally talk about the, dis the detailed negotiations taking place at a NATO summit? Nobody cares one iota about NATO. I mean, apart from the defence community, whatever that might be, who in the public, who, who is, you know, sort of sat at home thinking, hmm, I wonder how the North Atlantic Treaty Organisation is progressing these days. I mean, what, they've got, they, this is an important thing, apparently, so they need to make some kind of news story out of it, but they know fundamentally, when they are making this news story, that 80% of the people watching do not care. They may well like the fact that we are in NATO and they think it should continue, but like the European Union until 20-something, they don't really care about it. Do so they, let's do the gossip. Uh, before we continue, try to keep the mic as close to your mouth when you when you talk, otherwise the sound's going to be fucking useless. That's good news for the audience. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, like... But it's accessible stuff. Is that, that exactly what you're saying? That's, uh, it's the stuff that people, are, like, it, even the likes of me, are going to go, oh, well, at least it, this is something I can get on board with. They're, they're, they're all having a little bit of a chit chat. It's it's stuff for us in but like it's, it's a Twitter generation where you just oh, yeah, it's gossip, gossip. gossip. But like, yeah, everyone just gossips around. And he's taken it like yeah, as his typical thin-skinned self. And after all, he was over here doing was sort of like, like just sort of like having press conferences, saying about how he was going to be great, and then he was going to have another press conference, and they're boning about the fact that oh, he's just come from a press conference, he's late, and then he fucks off. It's just a whole in a week of puffed up nothing. It's just another bit of nothing. But I'm sure this is all going to be great. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's just all just so much fluff. I've got to say, I mean, it's bear in mind that a lot of the speculation in ahead of this NATO summit about what would happen had nothing to do with NATO. It was about Trump and Brexit and Boris and the NHS was what yeah. people were wondering. Is this going to come up? Nothing to do with NATO at all. I mean, what was the thing that they were going to talk about? I'm not saying that it doesn't matter. And maybe this is a failing of media coverage not to actually get into the substance of what is being discussed and to go into that but defense you know nato is something that people generally defense we want it to be there we don't necessarily want to engage with the minutiae of it because it's something for other people to take care of well i mean yeah. we've, we've never actually had a journalist on this uh, oh actually we had uh uh, uh hands a journalist so we actually had him but we never spoke about it is journalism <laughs> is journalism fucked um in the confidence that none of my editors or p potential editors are watching this, um, yes, uh, yeah. more or less. Oh, well, trust me, no one's watching <laughs> this. You're absolutely fine. You can do whatever you like. It is not going to Let's just libel the free world where we can. Right. Now, I mean, I, I think polit political journalism is in all kinds of problems. Political yeah. journalism, it's very, very focused on... I mean, I'm going to sound a bit of a hypocrite, having you know, given the conversation we've just had about NATO, but... It's very focused on gossip. It's very focused on, you know, the horse race, as it's called, and, you know, who's up and who's down. It's very focused on Westminster. When people talk about London bias and London centrism, actually, a lot of what they're talking about is Westminster. And you've got, you know, the Westminster lobby, which is basically this sort of club, virtually, of political reporters based more or less in the Houses of Parliament and focused very much on you know, the kind of you know, rivalries and intrigue going on there, which is very, very interesting to people who are interested in politics, but of very little interest to anyone else. Well, could you see it with um, uh, Parliament all the time anyway, that if it's like a big thing, then all the MPs are there. If they think that the people are going to pretend to give a fuck about this, then ah, oh, they're all going to be there sitting in Parliament. But then you watch when someone is talking about uh, a more local issue, 
you'll see all the MPs fuck off yeah. apart from like six. Mm -hmm. They're going, well, this is this is this is still important. This is what this is what uh, the entire country claims that they care about. What's happening in front of them? The potholes and all of this shit. But so much now is, is, is all about portrayal of image and how messages all land and how um, to get something across which with little or no actual content whatsoever. So when, when you talk about like uh, political journalism, I suppose as well, that you've got to anything sort of like investigative or sort of like bring churning actually anything up, then that can be strong, that can be powerful, but, but by and large, talking to MPs, talking to politicians, all you're getting really is just very Sound superficial, points. just superficial sound points, points that aren't really doing anything for anyone. It's just making sure that you get that out there. And so where, where are you going to get people clicking through to read what you're, what, what you're writing, what you're doing? Like, I mean, that, yeah. that can only be just from keep feeding that stuff out and then we've always become victims of like that that perpetuating so you go back to like blair was like one of the first ones where that was just sort of like showing it was all about more like the image and how how is this going to land and so looking at people now even whether it's whether it's corbyn whether it's trump whether it's johnson they're all following that same um idea about the like the the, the image even if we might not agree with their actual their points it's all gloss yeah yeah, yeah. it's just exaggerated characters it's one like, thing I it's do wrestling. want to just mention in terms of what you were talking about about MPs all you know fucking off at the moment that something local or something non-headline grabber comes up mm. I mean it's MPs have very very busy schedules they do not spend I mean most of their work does not take place on the green benches of the House of Commons, the yes. Chamber of the House of Commons. So it might be select committees, an awful lot will be constituency work and this sort of thing. A lot of what goes on in the actual Chamber of the House of Commons isn't of any binding or lasting significance. So you have the votes that take place. Um, Prime Minister's questions is basically theatre. You have questions <laughs> to the ministers or whatever. But you know things like early day motions, for example, don't actually do anything. Um, so it, for a lot of MPs, it will make more sense for them to be at a select committee meeting or maybe a campaign meeting or dealing with constituents or whatever it is mm -hmm. than to be sat there, you know, falling half asleep whilst the member for, you know, bumfuck nowhere, uh, you know, introduces an you know, early day motion about the counter-revolution in Nicaragua. Uh, bumfuck nowhere actually voting for Brexit this time around. Oh, um, Bramfuck Nowhere has been holding its own Brexit referendums every year yeah. since that 1874. Um, but with, with regards to uh, like select committees and everything else, because I, I think one of the problems that we face is uh, this is the worst election I've ever uh, seen in this country <laughs> in terms of absolute bullfuckery that's going along. Like 2015 was worse, actually. You, you think that 2015, 2015 was worse than this? I honestly think 2015 was even worse than this. I, I mean, I can't. I mean, the amount of even the amount of investigations that pol the police are doing with regards to all the fucking major political parties. You know, going but like uh, it, you, what you've got. You've got Boris Johnson is under uh, investigation for the Jennifer, Jennifer uh, yeah. stuff. Um, Tories are under investigation for uh, potentially uh, bribing Brexit Party candidates. Oh, yeah. Uh, you also got... There's uh, a lot of stuff to be released as well, like yeah. the Russian stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that exactly. makes for good... That's quite good, though, because that's going to be a nice lot of Christmas reading as well. There's a lot of stuff it's that's got to be, be released yeah. just after the election. When, when the, when the, the HRC inquiry <laughs> into anti-Semitism in Labour, that's coming out in yeah. February. And Everyone waiting to see whether, the, uh, whether they're going to look into the Tory party... Um, uh, Islamophobia as well, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, maybe if they want to, they can have a look into the Tory Party Islamophobia and their anti-Semitism, because uh, there's anti-Semitism in the in the Tory yeah. Party as well and racism and all. This is this, this thing. I, I mean, I, I made this point on uh, Twitter yesterday. Everyone goes on with, uh, like, I don't don't vote for uh, Corbyn. I'm not voting for the Labour this time, but I'm in a safe seat. It doesn't fucking matter. I've got no moral. Uh, same, yeah, same. I've got no. I've got no moral questioning of what to do mm -hmm. at this point. Everyone's going, oh, well, why don't you just uh, don't vote for Corbyn because they're anti-Semitic? You know, going, yeah, you're right. Don't don't just do the anti-Semitic party. Get all of your hate into one party for one easy monthly hatred. Because that's all you're doing at that point. You're adding all the hate you can possibly want into one party. 
there's, there's an argument there that if you're voting I'm for... I'm not sure I follow. No, I, I lost saying about that. So, so where Talk are we investing our hate? Uh, I mean, that's... Uh, the, uh, the, Tory, the Tory party are like the uh, um, all-in-one debt collection okay. for hate. Okay. You know, going, in, instead of having your hate spread about, why don't you have all of your hate into one uh, monthly there's one <laughs> uh, party? Okay, okay, that's, that's what you're okay. doing it there. Consolidated <laughs> yeah, hatred. That's it. That's all you're doing. You're, you're consolidating your hate into the Tory party. It's every time that someone goes along. And I, I mean, anti-Semitism, awful. Islamophobia, awful. It's all fucking terrible. It's all shit. But we are there going, what canter do we want? Because there's, there's yeah. no right answer. There's no, this isn't, there's no moral win here. No. Unless we can somehow get the Greens in. <laughs> but what's the fucking point in that? Imagine the Greens getting into power. Imagine... It, what would happen to my Big Mac? Well, what would happen just on day one? Because they would be so shocked <laughs> that they got in. They'd go, uh, really? Us? I mean, no, we, I, mean I, I don't know what to well, do. Well, they've been in power before. They, they were in power in Brighton Council a few years ago, and it did not go well. Oh no! Didn't didn't they at one point in they had the bins yeah. piling up because the uh, bin men went on strike? Yeah, and it's there going, mate. That's, this is like your only thing, and it? You love recycling. You mm. fucked it up. <laughs> how how are you? You had one there? job. That that that's like letting the fucking EDL in and then immigration rising. Going, <laughs> how did you fuck this up, mate? <laughs> this is your only thing. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. They can't have been just using it as a pitch. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. right. Actually, no, I really like, really <laughs> like immigration, I mean, actually. Yeah. I mean, it's going to really come good. <laughs> it's going to come good at some point. Right, so, uh, have you seen, what other news stories have we seen this week? Anything of, anything of interest, anything of fun? I hope so, because... <laughs> We've got a lot of time to do that. Yeah. I'll be honest, there was the uh, debate last night, which I was going to watch, and then I was going to watch it at someone else's and I got lost on the way turned up half an hour late and then we talked through the whole thing uh, or what was left which was probably the best way I could possibly experience it do not watch any fucking debate I, I can't stand it if I wanted to be lied to by some yeah. fucking cunts I would go to the pub That's what I, I we are in the pub to be fair yes yeah, in a nice empty attic of a yeah. pub. The best, the best fucking part of a pub, mate. Place to the be quiet on a Saturday afternoon. Um, but uh, everyone keeps like it's the same with the An Andrew Neil thing. Uh, the same as the debates where people keep going, oh, holding, holding them to scrutiny, holding them to scrutiny. But they're just saying the same thing. It's not really holding someone to scrutiny if they're going to ignore what the question was. Then just say, get it done, get it yeah. done, just get it done. So it's not really scrutiny. And they, they say, what we count in the questions you didn't answer, but then that doesn't really make a great point with a lot of the electorate. I think for Boris Johnson, get Brexit done is like him saying, I get love done. you. Get done. <laughs> you know, it is empty words normally <laughs> towards children. <laughs> Please scare um, me when you say it into my eyes. It's the effect I have on people, Katie, mm. you know. <laughs> it's, yeah. I'm just such a charming, awful human being yeah. like get Boris Johnson. Yeah. Get it done, I love you. <laughs> like Boris Johnson without <laughs> sex life. Uh, I mean, hang on, hang on. I mean, you're your new guest on here. <laughs> you're insulting my and I may very quickly How become an old guest. How very dare you? How very dare you? I knew we shouldn't have had fucking did, journalists did, on. He didn't just, just read your, t your tweets. He read your replies as well. Uh, I, that's what it is. I hacked into your DMs. Yeah, got that. <laughs> got a um, Three-dimensional picture. <laughs> so, I mean, so no one ended up watching a debate, so... I just couldn't. I mean, I was sitting. Oh, apparently, it went into more detail than the ITV one. But to be honest, you know, as I say, every I mean, Boris Johnson was asked about Islamophobia and turned it into "Get Brexit Done." Yes, and it, you know, he was like, and he wasn't really pulled up on this. His argument was basically that yes, there's a lot of anger, and that's because there's been a lot of foot dragging on Brexit. I'm just thinking, you're literally saying that the reason why your MPs are racist, the reason why you are racist, the reason why your party is racist, is because you got bored waiting for the thing that you were waiting to deliver for 40 years already. Yes. And it's like, no one pulls him up on this? But that's yeah, yeah. the way this works, is that there's no this, real challenge or anything. This is it, and this, this may be a, a difficult... Uh, no, I don't want to go back into the uh, anti-Semitism. We won't do that. We won't do that, because... Uh, We'll, we'll move on past this. Um, but with regards to... Actually, no, while we're here... <laughs> um, I'm, not, I'm wondering where this is going to go argument. here. <laughs> there's an argument. The, the, the British media. Um, how many uh, uh, Muslims to a Jew? 
And what I'm asking at that point I'm sorry, is... sorry, what? Because well, what I'm asking at this point is... With Where are we going here? Let, let me, let me... Let, no, no, no. Let, let me in the British media. <laughs> no, no, no. Not just take, no, how glad are we that nobody is watching this? <laughs> no, no. Let me, let me finish what I'm saying. Because <laughs> it's the uh, Islamophobia uh, right. is, is this election has been almost completely ignored. Whereas uh, anti-Semitism yeah. is everywhere on the front page of everything yeah. else. So how much well the liberal media the liberal media is covering Islamophobia a lot. Yes, but there just isn't as is, it's not is, really cutting cutting through the BBC. Yes, the and it's not as it's not as loud. No. So how much Islamophobia has to happen before it gets onto the same level as uh, the anti-terrorism, where we actually hold people to account? Because we had, I mean, you had Philip Schofield going after Corbyn, going, apologise, mate, why don't you just apologise? Apologise, apologise. And then you had Boris Johnson on there, and they like, fucking gave him a selfie, a fucking hand job, and said, well done to you. Mm. Well, I think the, um, I, I mean, I, I can't really comment on hand jobs or lack thereof, but um, I think with the, uh, the thing is that, first of all, there's a lot, you know, Labour has traditionally had a substantial level of support amongst the Jewish community yeah. going back decades. Yeah. And so there is a decent level of established organisation amongst Jewish members of the Labour Party, the Jewish uh, Labour movement. Yes. Uh, and so obviously within the party, you have a lot of these people then who have been very concerned about the the move, that it, the direction it's gone in. And so they have made themselves heard as they're entirely right to do. Oh, no, certainly. I mean, because, it was because 70, they're, they're, it? But, but, but you don't necessarily have the same level of, say, you know, Muslim membership and voting within the Conservative Party. Um, you know, the Conservatives, I mean, yes, they've got, you know, the odd high-profile member like Sajid Javid or Saeed Avasi. Saeed Avasi has been making a lot of noise. Oh, she's, she's been doing it for years. Exactly. Um, but you don't actually have a, a lot of organisation. You don't have a large membership there uh, that's organised. Um, and so, I mean, Mohammed Amin is a man who was a senior uh, Muslim member of the Conservative Party. He, he resigned. Uh, but there's not that same sort of we need to hold the Conservatives to account so I think that's one part of it, I think. The other part of it is the simple fact that when you're... First of all, Islamophobia, anti-Muslim racism is, I think, much more prevalent in society as a whole than anti-Semitism. Um, secondly, I, and I, I, I'll say this as someone who, I think if you look at what I've written about this issue before, I certainly do not and have never downplayed uh, the situation with anti-Semitism in Labour. But I think in society, there's more anti-Muslim racism than anti-Semitism. I think in the Conservative Party, there's a lot of uh, anti-Muslim, latent anti-Muslim viewpoints. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, and in the media, there's a lot more anti-Muslim viewpoints than there are, is anti-Semitism, in my view. And uh, so all of the, the kind of anti-Muslim tropes, the Islamophobic tropes mm -hmm. that you see in the conservative party or in the conservative media it just doesn't get called out because actually a lot of the people whose job it is to call this out actually kind of agree with it or they're used to hearing from it or as is often the case in the political media class they go to the same dinner parties as the people who come out with this sort of thing or they're on the same panel discussions as the people who come out with this sort of thing you know douglas murray is an accepted part of this i don't know how that political circles yeah i mean douglas murray is <laughs> absolutely nuts uh, and i mean you know and i would probably say a lot more if he wasn't one of the most litigious men in the on the planet um but, he's a cunt He's a cunt. Uh, <laughs> Douglas Murray, you are a cunt. Um, and I can scientifically prove it. Um, and I, I can afford to defend myself against your libel case, so, you know, suck I my gasolina. But <laughs> the amount of I, I, fucking I don't know views the man, but I would I'd get what if he's not but, yeah. but I'd be happy to meet him and then make a judgment. <laughs> Uh, but I, no, I feel like if I just fall into the same tropes, then I'm as bad as Douglas Murray's argument is essentially that, you know, that, that uh, there's too much Muslim immigration into Europe and that's threatening European culture and European values. And these kind of views, to one extent or another, are much more widely held within the political media sphere, within political media spheres than, say, the kind of anti-Semitic viewpoints uh, that you'll find in the Labour Party, which is that everything is a grand Zionist plot, yeah. Yeah, which you tend to find more 
on the hard left, but not in the sort of media political establishment. And, uh, I mean, especially, like, it has to be pointed out, like, this, this week, uh, there was uh, 70 sworn statements uh, sent to the, uh, it's the EH... EH HRC, yep. yeah. Equality uh, and Human Rights uh, uh, By uh, the uh, Jewish, uh, Labour Jewish Labour movement. movement, and they were fucking dreadful. Yes. The Labour Party have such a fucking issue yep. with anti-Semitism. It is ridiculous. And listening yep. to the likes of Corbyn go, oh no, we've been very strong on all of this. They go, well, you haven't. No. And that's the fucking issue mm. with it. Also, I mean, one one of the things I think uh, with uh, anti-Semitism and uh, uh, well, it doesn't happen with the same as uh, with Islamophobia is anti-Semitism is really, really easy. It's incredibly easy. They're going, ah, oh, who's to blame? The Jews. It's a syllable. Easy. Piddle of piss. They're going, ah, oh, so, okay, so, so why, why are we hearing more about this? Oh, well, the Jews. Like, it's, it's so easy to do this. You, it's, it's, that, that, it's, it's like, it's like I'm not sure anti-Muslim racism has generally proved itself to be a difficult yeah. thing no, to I, 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 think, I think comparatively and I, of course I'm doing this for comic effect and it is not working um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I feel a lot more relief knowing that you are though <laughs> so I was like, oh, bloody hell, is this one of his theories? This is truly a political breakdown. <laughs> I mean, coming, yeah, coming off the back of all that, I'm like, oh, wow, this is... I don't know, I'm not on board. Well, it, I mean, in, in, terms of, in terms of conspiracy theories... I think the, the argument seems to be that Jew has half the syllables of yeah, Muslim. Exactly. Right. In terms of conspiracy, because that, that, is, that is where all conspiracies The Zoroastrians are getting away lightly, because exactly. just, no, one, I mean, no one can say that word. <laughs> I worry that this is not going to make me look good. <laughs> Although, I think the point Carry is... Carry on, come on, <laughs> yeah. come on. See, 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 we we it. won't know rescue until... It oh, see, I could always try to rescue it. I won't. We'll move on. We'll cut it there and then have some... <laughs> yeah. and Whose then fault is it that it didn't work? The or audience the can make up their, <laughs> their minds. I mean, that, well, I, I, I do want to make Neil's a... favourite thing. Uh, yeah, I want to make a serious point about... Um, the you know where I think the anti-Semitism on the left comes from and how it develops because I know the left pretty well um, and you know there's there's different things going on. First of all, I mean yeah, a lot of this is wrapped up in Palestine oh, activism. Yeah. Now the difficult there's there's a couple of things going on. First of all, Palestine. If you take white Western Palestine activists, you know you'll get. We are white Western activists in this country and other countries who are active on different sort of foreign policy issues, be it, you know, Uyghurs in China or Tibet or, you know, Darfur in Sudan back in the day when that was a live issue, Zimbabwe, whichever one it, you know. And those people are, it's what they do, it's what they campaign on. But with Palestine activism, what I've tended to find is that it's much more all encompassing, it's almost a way of life. Yeah. Um, you, know, you find Palestine activists who it's you know their, their social life almost revolves around Palestine activism and social gatherings around Palestine campaigning. I, you know some of these people I suspect probably don't you know who probably you can go a whole month um, where they don't have a day in which they don't see a Palestine flag. It, I, I say this from something close to personal experience. I mean I was never a Palestine campaigner, but I knew you know I was in those circles mm-hmm. if you like. And it is incredibly all-encompassing. And I think when you are, you know, putting to one side the actual, you know, substance of the Israel-Palestine issue for one moment, I think when you are in that kind of environment, uh, in that is that is your world, then you know it. You you do end up, I think, with a kind of narrowness of spectrum. Yes, it's very easy, I think, to sort of start falling into this worldview that where everything is about the Zionists, which is a word that is used every five seconds in these circles, um, and that the Zionists have all this power, and obviously that very, very, you know, that becomes almost interchangeable after a while with things that are not simply Zionists. Yes. Um, so I think that's one thing. And also I think we have to remember, you know, reality can have a radicalizing effect. You don't just have to, you know, people don't well, maybe in the YouTube era, this does. You know, people do start off by watching Bright, you know, sort of Breitbart or Fox News or whatever. But back, you know, until quite recently, there was a kind of, you know, you'd read 
a report about something that was entirely accurate, entirely mainstream. You want to find out more about that. So you'll have a look around for more information and you'll find a more dedicated site which will be more overt in what it's describing and how it's describing things. It won't uh, seek balance necessarily. It won't, maybe it won't, uh, you know, sort of bite its tongue. You know, it, it will be more, it may be more accurate about what's actually going on. But you get, you, know, you start looking more and more and you're getting to more and more sort of hard line information sources. Then you come to more opinion mixed in with the... But you don't know what's yeah, opinion. Exactly, and yeah. so you, you end up, and this is, you, you see this happening on the far right as well, is that you know, if you start with, say, with the far right, you start like, there's a, uh, you know, an Islamic extremist bomb plot or something. Who are these guys? I want to know more. Yes. And, you know, there's not many degrees that you have to go past before you are into la-la land, but you don't know it. And so that's mm. where this sort of radicalization... You, know, you, know, you can just end up reading columnists in the Daily Mail, and that is going to turn you into... You know, that can turn you into a kind of far-right yeah, racist, yeah, quite yeah, frankly. That's yeah. part of the uh, radicalization that... Uh, I don't think is looked at as uh, enough, especially with regards to uh, white nationalism. Because I think that it's so easy for that hate to seep in. Because yep. what, I mean, how much is the uh, Daily Mail now? Like 70p, something like that? <laughs> You're the one who buys it, apparently, so <laughs> you tell us. Hang on a minute, no. Uh, I, I, I mean, how dare you? I don't buy any paper. Fucking... <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll you sit I'll in Starbucks and read it for free. I'll let, the, I'll let, the, I'll let all the fuckers die, mate. <laughs> Lovely to have a journalist on. I'm a glorified unemployed journalist. But um, <laughs> with regards, but like you get you get radicalised with, as you say, with the likes of uh, Daily Mail. You have uh, uh, Mylene Phillips. Sometimes you'll have Rod Little on there and stuff like that. You're reading this, you you will get radicalised, and that's going to cost you seventy p to get that, and then get annoyed by whoever's fucking serving you. Yeah, you know, this is this is where you're going. You, you get straight, you get hate straight away. It's it's so much easier than uh, if you are uh, going to be radicalised on, uh, say, uh, become... A, a you're not going to become... I don't think you're going to become a violent no. extremist on the basis of anything that's a national newspaper. No, not at all. Uh, but there can be a gateway effect. Certainly once you're into your, your, sort of your Breitbart territory, your Fox News territory, and then you can go, end up in the, 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 the absolute outright <laughs> neo-Nazi yeah, But it's fear. <laughs> That's what that's what it, that's what but it does. In, in the sort of stuff that we're talking about, like in in Conservative Party and Labour Party as well, though, is same as what you're saying, where we you know you you start with one source and then you go bit by bit, and because it's still got those anchors of fact in there, but then it's so much opinion shit around it as well, and and there's people, no context and there's no balance. People yes. then have with those opinions, and they they might not become um, violent. Uh, in some ways, but they do then become very violent opinions. That's what we've seen throughout like, all the opinions around, whether it's around Europe, that's what the, all the stuff we're talking about in the, both parties are as well. Now, if we look at the leader that we've got, not violent opinions, but saying things about uh, people because looking like letterboxes and things like yeah. this, all of these things where then they have been, they may well be opinion that have come from and have been like, very loosely wandering around some facts. But then have created a hell of a ridiculous issue and opinion out of it, which then someone's reading along with that. That is then their opinion that they can take it, down yeah, the it's, path. It's once you make it, once you make it acceptable, mm. then it, it starts to grow. But I mean, I've, I've found like uh, I mean, there's there's the old he comedy. Was very bad for that as well. I mean, yeah, like, joking in one circle, but then oh, oh, not 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 thinking that oh yeah, this yeah. in another circle, this is going to be taken no, as fact. Now, with regards to that that i that idea. Because uh, there's always you always push the boundaries when you're with friends. Always do you always say stuff that you wouldn't necessarily say yeah. in the thing. Doesn't mean you mean it or anything like that. We we're coming more further and further with regards to uh, a society where soon I do feel we're going to get to a point where you can't even joke with friends with regards to anything that may be construed in a society if you said it like out in on Twitter or something like that. Yeah. 
do you think that that is uh, that that will uh, be a good thing, or do you think that is <laughs> is uh, this a grabbing by the pussy argument you're making? Well, no, <laughs> no. Uh, that was just two guys looking so yeah, but, talking yeah, but that, amongst yeah, but friends. Yeah, that's but about but him talking about uh, mm-hmm. sexually assaulting someone. Yeah, that and, that, and that's related to actual behaviour. <laughs> yes, that, that's that's the thing. Whereas, what I mean, like you can always do like a, a like fucking like Nigel a dead baby Farage. joke around friends and stuff like that. But you can always do one of those. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm not. I'm not necessarily going to open with it tonight you know <laughs> I mean I do have dead baby stuff but that is it's, that. it's in your locker well, yeah, but it's, locker it's, talk it's never an opener uh, this is the thing you, you, have to, you, you have need to the gateway jokes first yeah you have to let people know you're yeah, the funny dead toddler you jokes you need to get them warm them up with some dead toddler jokes yeah. and then go in with the dead uh, baby mate, jokes my, my dead but toddler joke is fantastic yeah, so um, but it's no but I mean you, 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 know, you, know, you know what I'm talking about with I'm beginning to realise yeah. I'm not going to be able to tweet out the link to this, am I? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest I only got you one so you would do <laughs> <laughs> I figured I, I figured that was probably part of the reason yeah I was like now we're on to dead baby term I'm like we'll do half hour NATO. They'll be bore. Yeah, they'll bore them with NATO. Yeah, they <laughs> won't watch it to the end. It's fine. You are. Um, you are right though about like. Yeah, it is weird that the context. It is that thing about if you were joking around with someone in the pub, uh, but then if it's you, 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 you start joking around with other people, yeah. and then you know you, you, they haven't got that same cash out knowledge. You know, it becomes all very. Well, can you do cool. jokes like that? Because uh, I, I think you can. You can do jokes like that without you being that person. Yes. Because it's just a joke. And especially with around friends and everything else. Go as dark I mean, as it can be like. a tell. It can mm. sometimes tell you something about that person. Yeah. So with someone like Jim Davidson or someone like Bernard Manning, then actually that's telling you about that person's views. Um, and, you know, there's a complete third party you don't necessarily know unless you know the person well enough to make a judgment about what they're really like. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you can certainly make jokes. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. As a third person who's just met you, I don't know if you actually go around killing babies, but I'm going to kind of assume that you don't. I mean, I don't go around killing babies. Manslaughter, you know? maybe, but not me. Oh, no. No, I like a challenge. <laughs> um, if I'm going to kill, I like, I like to sweat, you know. just... <laughs> What are you, what are you, what are you killing? Hyenas? <laughs> Antelopes? <laughs> Tigers? Yeah. All the above. Man, man hand, you know. man but it has to be, it has to be really, a hand. I'm not, I'm really not some fucking London, dental though. hygienist, you know, with a gun, killing a, a lion because it's got a name. That is a fucking yeah, old a reference. That is an old reference. Cecil the Lion, come back. Um, Who's Cecil the Lion? Do you not remember Jesus the lion that got killed uh, a few years uh, ago? Oh, one years of ago. these trophy hunt things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't Cecil, really Cecil the Lion, that was, that was this, uh, uh, Lion's name. I wonder if he knew. But um, I just, I mean, I, I think that with, I mean, the thing you've got to bear in mind is that I think the kind of cancel culture, call-out culture that you find in politics Twitter has limited... Uh, resonance and replication in society at large. Well, yes. I mean, society at large is more forgiving and less politically correct, frankly, than call-out culture on Twitter. Um, a lot different to that, actually. So I think, you know, up and down, yeah, we can talk about, you know, what fuss is going on in that tiny little corner of, pol- you know, of Twitter that is politics, Twitter or whatever. But actually, you know, meanwhile, up and down the country, people are saying whatever the hell they like. Now, sometimes they mean that, sometimes they don't. Well, this is the thing with uh, comedy, the people who say you can't say anything anymore. Uh, yeah. They do, by the way. People are always saying this stuff yeah, yeah, all yeah. the time. Oh, constantly. I, I mean, uh, I've done four shows up in Edinburgh. Uh, three of them were uh, the Cunt in Trilogy. And the, f- uh, four, the final one, the one I did uh, I this I've got to salute the subtlety. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's what I'm known for. This year's one was Fuck You and Fuck Your Beliefs. Um <laughs> And I'm not known for uh, my gentle comedy. <laughs> and I say some fucking, honestly, sometimes, some stuff that you wouldn't say in polite company. But at no point has anyone ever fucking told me I can't say it, can't do anything. I mean, I've gigged up and down the fucking country, and never once have I been dragged off the stage. I mean, people, I mean, I've Is that because you keep doing gigs at EDL branches? Uh, uh, no. Hang on a minute. <laughs> I want this put down now. Every member of the EDL can all get together, suck each other off, and then jump off something high. 
I'm not a racist, and I wish I never. That's said his next that. Edinburgh show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm not a racist, but that's, that's going to be the next Edinburgh show. No Actually, no. Next year is going to be called. Uh, I could. Ch- I could save the world if only you cunts just listened. Um, Going back to that. Um, no one's ever dragged you off, but how many times have they put you back on? Once. <laughs> just once. Yeah. Just once they put you back on. Uh, ow, 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 <laughs> repeat, repeat gigs. Oh, that. Oh, I, th- I, I, thought, I thought you were talking about... Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. You, I stick by your answer. I thought it was quite a clear question. Got I thought you were under scrutiny. Oh, no, I, was, under scrutiny. I, I thought you were talking about an encore. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, oh, with regard, never. I've never <laughs> been asked back. Not uh, once. No, no, never. No, no, no one asked me back. Uh... <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm gigging in Hoxton tonight. I look forward to not doing that gig on a Saturday again. <laughs> Fun. Well, you'd have to put up with Hoxton again. Good riddance. <laughs> I, I, I live in Stepney Green. You know, it's a, it's a gentle walk. If you've got a gig somewhere, gig where you can walk to and from it. Or run from it if they're chasing you away. Mate, no one's going to fucking run in Hoxton. They've all got their bikes. Oh, yeah, that's uh, true. The fixie bikes. And then you just push them over because all fucking penny farthings. <laughs> Absolutely fine. Fuck them. Yeah, we'd get around to the pertinent stuff. Yeah. <laughs> How are you going to get to your... Let's just start so ranting about weird. cyclists and hipsters, <laughs> on, yeah, like on, it's 2007. No, there, there's, a, there's an interesting story this week on comedy. Pete, uh, Pete Davidson. Um, where is it? Where is it? Pete Davidson? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know the fucking uh, uh, oh. SNL guy? Um, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't watch that laughter-free <laughs> American yeah, but, uh, He was uh, going out with uh, a singer called Ariana Grande... A, si- a singer called Ariana Grande, just in case we didn't know who Ariana Grande was, <laughs> I, without I, the introduction. I'll be honest, I'm not sure. And uh, Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. Um, but what he's doing now is uh, he's uh, doing a tour, America, um, and he's uh, making fans sign a $1 million NDA to see a stand-up. Good Christ. What? Um, what? Where was he from originally? What, sorry? What? I missed the beginning of it. SNL, Saturday Night oh, Live. Right, okay. I'm so used to you talking about political parties. I was just like, for the SNL. The Socialist National <laughs> Party. And, uh, and well, I also SFP. thought you meant Peter Davidson, like, the Doctor Who as well. So I was thrown by an awful lot of that. Oh, and then you started oh, speaking about the, if the Grande singer. And S- I SNL like, wow. is the Social National Liberal Party. It's got like all... All the bases covered. <laughs> Alec Baldwin sort of does all the proper... Yeah, good. Okay. And a, a, what? An NDA? NDA, you see the stand-up, so you can't talk about it. You can't do opinions on it. You can't critique it. You can't fucking tweet I, about I mean, it or I'm anything up, else. A I'm million dollars. The, I'm up with a not sort of like like having phones locked up. And yeah, all that. No, I think yeah. that's great. But like, what the... How... That is that even a good selling point? Like, you can't... So what? You can have a few reviewers in to do a little bit yeah. of. But come on, really if you talk about, about it, you'll lose a million dollars. Well, if I, I certainly know one thing. If I ever decide I want to organise a terror, a terrorist plot, I know how to go about it without NDAs, being detected. Mate. NDAs. <laughs> it's, it's 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 a thing. I mean, what what, what do you think? Uh, uh, NDAs a useful thing uh, in society because they have been used by both companies and. Uh, uh, celebrities as a way of hiding the fact that they're dreadful. Yeah, sexual harassment and this sort of thing, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was one a uh, couple of months ago uh, or, or weeks ago. I mean, time is, time is fucking fleeting at this moment. Um, but uh, there was a company that... No, universities, that's the fucking thing. Universities use uh, NDAs yeah. to uh, stop... Protect professors who've been uh, harassing uh, uh, students a yeah. third of their age, yeah. Exactly. Uh, so... Good God. Yeah, well, so He's heading off into academia now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Third of my age. That, like, no. Oh, oh, God. Wait a little. <laughs> let's let's, let's, let's move this one on. Let's move this one on. <laughs> no, that'd be secondary. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, what would you talk about? Um, I haven't the seen singer Peppa called Pink. Ariana Grande. I don't know. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. She's doing great things. Uh, uh, so. Uh, should we get to a point where NDAs are not as uh, used or not allowed to be as used as freely as they are at the moment? How well, do you go yeah. get them? How do you get that? Yeah, sorry, I'm 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 really starting from the very beginning of this. I haven't even got around to who Ariana Grande is. That's fine. I'll <laughs> check to it. But yeah. N- how do you go about grabbing one then? Like you, you got to sell that in early. NDA or pussy? Come on, Ashley. Jesus Christ! Well, the whole audience has just left. He's not the audience. He's a fucking tech guy. He's a fucking. It's Pete the tech man. But how 
is there no like? Can you just get it for anything then? Like, so a comedian's like, oh yeah, I want well, to. Well, it's a private contract. Essentially, it's a private contractual agreement, virtually. Right. Okay. So you get it from a like, what's this? You just say, oh yeah, I want to do. You this get thing. them in WH Smith. Yeah, well, well, just wondered. Yeah, exactly. Can you just sort of like get a photocopy here and just like, oh, how many have we got? How many tickets we sold? <laughs> we just whack one of these on each seat. How? What? I don't well, understand the process. With, of with, the, with, the, with the Pete Davidson one, it was uh, they buy a ticket, they get the ticket, and along with the ticket, they get a box to put their phone in, and uh, also a uh, non-disclosure agreement that I assume that I have to bring with them. So, have you got your ID? <laughs> That's a really fun name. <laughs> have you got your ID? Have you got your NDA? <laughs> <laughs> Have you got your box for your phone in? You can come and hear some cracking jokes. <laughs> I mean, do. you either you either have to think that your stuff's going to be shit hot, like really game changing, or dreadful. Like that must be the worst fucking hour that you've ever had to sit through. You've all signed. You can't say it's shit. You can't you can't say it's shit. But also, the the only reason you'd think you would want to you'd do that is if you'd heard about like someone else with a, an equivalent size show or tour where. Oh, uh, yeah, and after the third night, no one turned up because they'd already heard all of the jokes via via Twitter you or the know. reviews. Like, what? How how big an impact can any no, th- any th- comments th- th- make where people are like, yeah, no, I got bothered. And the fact, like, if it's already sold out, like, if I'll, I'll be honest, one one of the, one of my absolute dreams would have a sold out tour where everyone's already bought the tickets, but no one turns a fuck up. <laughs> that would be lovely. No that pressure would be whatsoever. beautiful. Get your trotters up. Yeah, you know, going, mm. oh, I've, I've heard all of this. Oh, no one's turned up. That's why you always want to piss off someone like the fucking EDL or BMP or something where they go, oh, yeah, we're just going to buy all the tickets then. Do. <laughs> Do. <laughs> please, be really helpful. please buy all of the tickets. We're just going to put the price up, actually. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. I, I've just added an extra date. Whoa, we'll <laughs> <buy> that as <laughs> well. Oh, cool. Yeah, and now it's available on Next Up. Mm. Oh, doing this every, I'm, I'm, I'm now doing a residency. <laughs> yeah, that would be such a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Spend every night on the slots in that space. That would be an absolute dream. You get to, you get to go up and down uh, the UK... You don't have to. You don't <laughs> have to worry about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just. Uh, oh, what did you do? Oh, I did a tour. Was it uh, sold out, mate? How was it? It's actually a stunning country. <laughs> yeah. It's absolutely. If you take time to look around, and I had fuck all to do in the evening, so it's fine. <laughs> you have no idea just how beautiful Billericay Town Centre <laughs> is on a Thursday night. Let's not start on Essex. <laughs> you know. It's not just an art centre. <laughs> I was in Las Vegas for days. Oh, Basildon, the old club up there. Well, I'm I'm from South End originally. Mm. Well, I've heard about Bas Vegas. Yeah, I've got a friend who uh, grew up in Basildon. Uh, she told me that Bas- yeah, they, they, they knocked it down now or something, replaced it. But there was the the a big club there, and it was uh, called Bas Vegas. And there was also uh, the pink toothbrush as well. Yeah, now that that was good in its day. In its day, uh, yeah. Best part good, good 20, uh, up there, up there with the hacienda ago. and the, yeah. you know <laughs> the factory or whatever it was called. Studio, <laughs> Studio Seventy Four, was it? The best uh, marketing I've ever heard in my entire life was done in uh, in Essex on Essex Radio, uh, and it was called First Class. They did um, uh, Windows, and to this day, I still remember the fucking jingle. That's how good the marketing is. All you need is a proper fucking jingle. Is this the baby uh, shark no, of its day? I, I might, mm. uh, no, because it, it, it had all the information that you wanted, like the telephone number. Oh, they well did let, let's thing. hear it then. Let, uh, let's let's uh, punish ourselves. First class of the best, don't you deliberate. Uh, first, uh, Chelmsford, double two, double six, double eight. Like first class of the best, call them up and you'll see when you pay for your front, you get your back done free. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that is fucking, yeah. that is marketing genius. Now you've got fucking people doing tweets on how farts are like Doritos or some shit. I missed that one. I mean, it's catchy. I think genius is an overused term, but it's catchy. Um, that was on yeah, SXFM catch, yeah, quite catchy is a lot, all you want, it? Yeah. Okay, uh, it was on SXFM. I'm still, I'm still on the farts and Doritos, to be honest. I've, I've, I've missed everything. You have, to, you, have to, you, have to, you have to move on. Move on. It's, it was said. It was done. We're on to the next thing. Simple. Done. Farts and Doritos? Farts and Doritos. Farts are like Doritos. He's not even listening. Wait. I just, what? You're but stuck on it. He didn't hear it. This is where that we are. Part of a jingle? Is that a no? A, that was just a. That was a. That was a. That was just a, a fucking. That was a. That was an overdone. That was a bit cheese. of a rant. For fuck's sake! Oh Look, my god! I can't believe I have to explain. Yeah. No, but I want to try and work out if, if farts are like Doritos in any way. 
They have that. I mean, if you ha- I suppose if you eat loads of Doritos and then fart. If you're eating Doritos, they're really nice. If someone else is eating them and you don't have them, then the smell can be off-putting. So maybe that's a similarity in that you tend to... Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm yeah, thinking about what's going on. Yeah, because he's got loads of Dorito notes yeah. in there, yeah. <laughs> he's got his whole Dorito material <laughs> lined up. Yeah, I should do <laughs> Doritos Dorito like Pringles, but then it'd be like a Toblerone packet. That'd be a nice touch. Should do that for Christmas. That is that genius? No. Huh. Well. Right, no, it's not. Um, it's catchy. I sense we're getting towards <laughs> the end of our hour. Uh, fuck knows. <laughs> Pete is one he's who does gone. the timing, and he's, yeah. he's getting a drink. Um, right, it's two o three. Right, uh, so we've got. I mean, we've got at least like ten minutes, something like that. Uh, no, probably longer. We're, we're fine. It's fine. He'll. He's going to be up and fucking tennis. Uh, right. Uh, oh, more than ninety-three thousand suspected violent criminals and sex offenders have been released without uh, restrictions by police in England and Wales since two thousand and seventeen. That's according to figures by BBC Newsnight. And one of them definitely is not the Prime Minister. Um, I think, you know, is this about the lack of funding for police monitoring of, uh, of people released, well, this, or is this, this something is, else? This is going to be, well, I mean, this, this is uh, one of those things that go, oh, this, this, is a, this, is a, this is something brewing. This is going to be a really big deal. It's going to be terrible and everything else. And they talk about this, like, uh, 93,000, because they were done on... Uh, uh, these are people who have been released under investigation. So it's the RUI, uh, which came back in. Uh, have they been convicted? No. This is all. These are uh, all uh, under still in, uh, under investigation. Right. Uh, it came in in 2017 with the uh, um, the pre uh, bail uh, when uh, uh, Amber Rudd. So the rules changed in 2017, uh, where pre charge bail changed. Uh, meaning it was more difficult for police to keep suspects on bail uh, beyond 28 days. So it means that they're still under investigation, but uh, it's not the same as uh, the pre-under bail because uh, one of the issues in 2017, and the reason it was changed, is because in 2017 you had Operation Uchi and all of this, and so you had police holding people under bail for months or years... Uh, which was a fundamental thing. And they said, oh, this is awful, this is terrible. We have to change this. They changed it. Now they're coming up with news that 93,000 violent uh, or uh, sexual uh, uh, criminals uh, in RUIs instead of the pre-bail, and everyone's going, oh, this is awful. I mean, was the intention that, first of all, that it would be used this widely, and was the intention that they would not be monitored? Uh, well, I mean, the the first one is, I doubt that uh, in the past nine, ten years, especially when it comes to uh, justice or the Home Secretary, that uh, either the Home Secretary or Justice Secretary has ever thought about how their ideas are actually going to work. This is true. Um, and uh, secondly, because what we've got is... Now we've got 322,000 RUI cases between April 2017 and October 2019. Uh, of them, 93,000 related to violence against a person and sexual offence cases. Uh, now, what it seems to me is they're going to try to say how awful and dreadful this is without saying that the reason that this actually occurred was because we originally thought that the previous thing was awful and terrible, that we had to change that. So we changed it into a way that we now think is fucking dreadful. Well, in the old system, it was the bail conditions, and so yes. they were constantly under this bail is, conditions. Yeah, this is uh, no conditions uh, for the RUIs. So it's not saying that you can't... Uh, what uh, sort of bail conditions would they have been under? I mean, did bail... Because obviously the, the concern here, if I'm right in thinking, is that someone who may have committed... Or let's just say that I mean, clearly among this 93,000 or whatever, there will be people who did actually do it. Yes. Who did commit violent sexual offences. Yes. Right? Now, presumably the concern is that whilst they are RUI, you know, that they um, may go and offend again. Now, I suppose my question would be this. Under the old system, where they, were main, they remained under bail conditions, would they have been prevented 
you know, in practicality, yes, um, um, not in law, but in practicality, would they have been prevented from offending again whilst they were on bail? Well, unlike uh, pre-charge bail, IUIs do not impose a limit on suspects' movements, stop them from contacting certain people, or require them to report to a police station. I mean, of those, the one I mean, look, I don't know this issue that well, as you can probably tell. So you know, I, I mean, can't, I can't the, sit here and. Yes. Um, you know, give chapter and verse of how things should work. You know, this, this, is, this is secret barrister territory, right? Yes. But the thing that I would say is that out of what you've listed, the one that sort of jumps out of me uh, at me is the, um, the lack of requirement not to contact people because that, in a sense, is, you know, having a curfew is an, on is an onerous term, an onerous condition to live under mm -hmm. if... You know, it's going on for months and months and months. And, of course, you may not have done anything. You have not been yes. convicted of anything. Um, whereas not being allowed to contact a particular person doesn't seem that onerous condition. Well, especially if there's someone from the, uh, the this whole investigation is around. How about yourself, thoughts? <sighs> it's a real gear change from Doritos, isn't it? <laughs> Well, you said I was allowed to look in the second half and I chose possibly the wrong time because the way you'd said about, oh, got 10 minutes left, I thought you could be tying it up into some sort of like little festive thing. Oh, well, no, because I'll, I'll this, do the time. When, when so Pete I, tells I me the time, then I'll fucking do the time. Are you eyes bad? Got ten, now he's told me you've got 10 minutes bad? left. Oh, Christ. Are you eyes bad? Um, pre bail. Um, but that, that was better, but not perfect in my mind. See, yeah. done. Simple. Back to you and the studio. <laughs> We've covered. We've absolutely covered it. Still it's, it's a game of two halves. We're, 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 oh, we're, we're, we're not going to be able to solve anything here. You have that to was understand. a Chris Cameron laugh there. <laughs> um, so, have we seen any other news? But uh, well, 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 yeah, I mean, what I do want to say though with that is that you know it's because these are very difficult crimes to investigate and to build a sufficiently yes. you know, watertight case for, and we see this with the, the uh, uh, scandalously low conviction rates for rape, for example. Yeah. Now, these investigations, I mean, look, they probably wouldn't take so long if the police was and you know, Crown Prosecution Service was properly resourced, but they're still going to take time. Now, it then becomes, it's, it's a, it's a trade-off, it's a balancing act of, you know, the rights of the suspect against the rights of the potential victim and so i mean i don't know that where the law stands on this i don't know what where the law might stand on this but as i say again you know it just seems to me from what you're saying coming to this you know completely fresh uh, you know the thing you know that lack of a limitation on who they can contact if the person the limit was applied regarding was the purported victim that just doesn't seem like a particularly onerous trade-off that seems like yeah. a sensible precaution now, with regards to uh, let's let's go on to uh, we talk about that and find everything uh, else with uh, the rights of the suspect. If it's a uh, rape case, something like that, uh, should the suspect's uh, uh, anonymity nope. also be kept? No. Nope. Nope. Your views? Why? Why would you say just no? Straight off um, of everything. The re well, the reason why I said it's straight off is because this is not a new debate. Yes. Um, so I mean, if you know, right, when, why, right, if you why, go back, why, if you go back eight or nine years, um, I might have been more open to it. But this debate has you know taken place before. So I think that I mean, the there I mean there are strong arguments in favour. There's no question there are strong arguments in favour. But the, the issues that were always raised against providing anonymity to rape suspects was... Stop moving your foot, Pete. <laughs> was that... Thank you very much. <laughs> what the hell was going on? Was that, first of all, the naming of a suspect can lead to other witnesses or victims coming forward. Yes. Which is very important when trying to build rape cases because the nature of the crime means that it's difficult to prosecute successfully on the basis of one purported incident. So if you've got other people coming forward saying, yes. you know, backing that up or saying this also happened to me from this person, that's obviously very, very important mm -hmm. and very valuable. Um, there's also an argument that says that maintaining anonymity 
leads victims to feel that they are not being believed. Mm. Um, that is an argument that is uh, raised by people who work with uh, rape victims. But um, certainly I think the, the issue around you know, finding more... Because w one of the things that, as I un if, I, if I remember rightly, one of the things that does arise with rape, sexual crime, you know, rape and sexual crimes is that the, you know, the repeat offending is something that, is, that comes up. Yes. And repeat offending in a similar way is something that comes up as well. So, you know, as I say, having... I mean, again, this is secret barrister territory. I'm not a lawyer, but... If I got them on, then, I mean, the amount of effort we'd have to do to hide who the fuck they are, I might as well get Banksy on. Hide them behind the dirty curtain. Um, but... It's <laughs> <the laughs> <laughs> one hell of a chat-up line. Um, <laughs> come, come behind my dirty curtain. Um, um, no, but I... You uh, know, I, I, I think that that necessity... The you know, I'd say you want to prioritize. You want to prioritize yeah. getting as many witnesses as you can, um, and getting as many people to come forward as you can, in order to be able to prosecute people who've actually done this stuff. Cool. Um, are you what? He doesn't I, I, like it, but he doesn't know why. No, I. <sighs> Do I like it for that reason? Like because yeah, to get to get people to come forward. Where does it sit in the? I I'm not secret barrister either. But where does that? That's sit exactly the sort of thing that the secret barrister would say. So I'm very confused. But where does it sit in like amongst other crimes as well? Is it the same process where you're not allowed to neighbour? Because I you don't can think the only. There, I think the only crimes. Is it, is it? Is it? I think it's only with underage defendants or yeah. might, you know, yeah. under eighteen or under sixteen. And, yeah, and you can't. Uh, yeah, you can't. And you can't like write about it when the case is actually going. Oh, that's yeah. well, that's, that's across yeah, the board. Yeah, There's contempt of court laws for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it should be the same for everyone yeah. across everything. Um, yeah, because right. it's, it's how much how much impact does it actually have on someone if they're accused? And they're depends on the profile, uh, yeah. and mm. depends on the thing. I mean, there's one thing being like being done for or being suspected of robbing a bank. There's another being suspected for being a fucking mass rapist. You know, yeah. Um, you, you, get your, you get your hair cut. Oh yeah, sure. Um, but <laughs> but then but <laughs> then I, I what what. I, do we? Uh, do you have much? By the way, if you ever if I ever come here and you've got a different hairdo, I'm now going to get very suspicious. I'm, I, I mean, it's uh, only one way that hairdo. Yeah, yeah, mate, mate, I'm losing it. <laughs> it's only going to go less. If I get to, if, you, if you, mate, if you come here and all of a sudden and I've got, got some cut. form of <laughs> massive <laughs> mohawk, oh, yeah. then understand I haven't been out raping. I've been out spending a lot of money getting some very <laughs> weird no. hair. hair extensions. Uh, yeah. No, I robbed a bank. Um, um, yeah. I, uh, so no, I was just wondering, like, um, if I mean, obviously, there have been instances where people have been falsely accused, but yes. I, I don't know if there has been a. I, has, I, has, I can has the impact yeah. on on those people that have been falsely accused been as large? Look, in the short run, it, it's, in the short run, it's yeah. going to be horrendous, and you may yeah. lose your job or be suspended from work without pay potentially, and all this sort of thing. And you know, you're going to be judged by people who know yeah. you. This sort of thing. I mean, the worst cases, the worst cases, I think, tend to revolve around heavy levels of media coverage. Mm -hmm. yeah. We saw this with the U Tree, not the U Tree, the um, Operation Midland and uh, Carl Beach. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and it became and that, that was became fucking a free for all. mental. Became a free for all. Part of, part of what yeah. happened there, part, yeah, and part of what happened there, though, was that I think the media was overcompensating. Yeah. For its previous failures having been exposed. Exactly. Um, so I think that was part of what drove that and Tom Watson and, and everyone was trying out. to get on the right side of history stop trying to get on the right side of history just do the right fucking thing <laughs> and it turns out he was a pedophile all along <laughs> plot twist <laughs> it's like a fucking <laughs> takes one to it's not a, know a, one it's the uh, M. Night Shyamalan of uh, pedo cases <laughs> 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 what a twist <laughs> um <laughs> Right, um, <laughs> moving on. Uh, God, uh, <laughs> um, have we got? Any, 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 this is so not going on my Twitter. Any, any final thoughts? Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna any be taking you in anyway, mate. <laughs> right. uh, any final Just, thoughts? Uh, on anything? Anything you like, very quickly, because well, we're running been, out of time. It's been very lovely to be here whilst you interview your friend, and it's got me out of the house, which is nice. I think Everton are still 
winning um but yeah it's been be nice to see everyone uh i would in future i'd probably you, suggest that audience member maybe could replenish a drink if they see it's going considering people are giving their time are, are you are you uh, suggesting that uh i haven't given you enough attention no no you give that's the point this. i don't watch any of the tv you or anything during the week that's the so other this, part is, this is good for me i'm sorry i get it all here <laughs> you're the I'm perfect guest uh, for a new and i'm gonna put a really well measured tweet i didn't put myself no. Um, is this the Fuck plugging sake. bit yet? Uh, no, not yet. Oh, what? This uh, is just final, any final thoughts. thoughts? Um, I really need final to sort thoughts. of watch this back to work out if this is a career ender or not. <laughs> no, I, I am confident. Not for you, lad. Do not worry. I, no, it's not for me because I don't have a career. So um, <laughs> I'm a freelancer, which is glorified um, unemployed. I'm, I'm, I mean, still isn't. I, 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 I stick to the majority of what I've said today. Maybe all of it. I don't know. I can't remember it all. Oh, um, no, I, I don't feel that I've said anything bad or wrong. It's just that I'm sure I'll be judged for it. Oh. I can't afford that level of judgment. I'm in the London private rented sector. Fuck them, mate. Fuck them. Uh, anything to plug? Um, I think You're I'm going to be the starting at... Oh, that's a camera. Jesus Christ. Uh, I think it might be starting a night here, which is the castle in Commercial Road next year. So you can get a gig. Just, Thank you. Just one, though. Can't put you back on. <laughs> Maybe I'll give you your second encore. Um, yourself, anything to plug? Just my butt. Fantastic. <laughs> I mean, no, that, that is how, that, that's how you end a career, that is. Uh, uh, and uh, for myself, uh, next up have uh, been kind enough to pick up uh, this year's show, so that will be coming out once I've signed all the documents, probably the in NDAs. a few weeks or months. <laughs> uh, so that was for Fuck Your, fuck your <laughs> Belief, so get on to next up. You can watch my previous show on there as well. Um, uh, so I want to thank my guests and goodbye. Done.